Season 7, Episode 3, titled Cindy Hawkins. That makes this Talking Walking Dead Fear Edition. Welcome to it. Yes, the Halloween edition of Fear the Walking Dead and World Beyond. Welcome to it. This is Talking Walking Dead Fear Edition. A little World Beyond thrown in it. Myself, Jason Buttrell, Maximus Fisher. Fear IMDB description. June and Dory's routine in Teddy's fallout shelter is disrupted when they discover the origins of their home and its sinister connections to Teddy's past. <sighs> okay, so. I enjoyed it, but I feel like I enjoyed it more because coming off of last week's episode, which was <laughs> agonizing. So, I mean, I did enjoy it, but I f- don't know that it was as good as I want to make it out to be. Right. I, well, first off, the title completely threw me because I thought they were doing like a playoff of like Sadie Hawkins. You yeah, know, like yeah. The dance yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So I was like, the girls are going to ask the guys to do something. I was like, and then I found out the, the name of the lady and I was like, oh, right. man, I didn't have anything to do with it. Um, but uh, yeah, I actually kind of enjoyed it too because it was Halloween. I was expecting more of like a spooky play, you know, on yeah. a Walking Dead episode. And uh, the routine was kind of cool, actually. Just the, the really cramped makeshift fallout shelter and, How difficult it would be. Right. And, yeah. And you can enjoy these episodes when you have that mindset, like we said, where, look, just watch it for a one-off. Pretend it's a one-off. And if it's done well, you'll enjoy it. And you right. won't have any and, expectations. And we also, Max, I'm sorry, then we'll I'll get into what I want to talk oh. about as far as, as far as the episode. But um, off the top. I thought it was pretty good again from what you said it's probably because of the uh train wreck that was uh, last week's <laughs> but <laughs> yeah i i thought it was pretty good it, it being cramped in that must have sucked honestly oh yeah no kidding i feel like though uh i feel like they actually did the day-to-day uh mundane well. stuff pretty good yeah. In this episode, I mean, normally we make fun of the day-to-day mundane stuff. We got it. You have to, you know, make sure the potato is planted and you have to make sure that the <laughs> wall is secure. But it was it was fascinating to see the, you know, the mar- the counting down of the days or counting up of the days, whatever however you want to say it. Uh, you know, while underground and it, how frustrating it would actually be and how you need to get in that mindset. Right. Yeah. I mean, who man. And then it was fascinating at the time when uh, June was make selling her point of they had to be under there for so many days. I mean, that's a viable point. I know it was a, a lie in the end, but I mean, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. And I like where she was getting that from. It was just some random like it looked like a 50 page book you know, done in the 1950s or something like that. What to do in Fallout. Right. That was our little guidebook. Get under the desk. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, no problem. Get under the desk. We'll be perfectly under safe. the counter. That will save you from a nuke. <laughs> nah, but I mean, but, but the strength of the episode, I think, was they were kind of like mimicking 
I don't know, like a Kevin Bacon movie or what was that one, you know, where he starts seeing the dead girl, you know, or whatever, like a six sense type thing. It was yeah, something yeah. like that. But that I thought that was the strength of the show. I thought it was really cool seeing Teddy's uh, workroom, his original workroom. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was that was really interesting. And then, you know, it's, uh, you know, how the the twist of, uh, you know, breaking the booze. And uh, John having to go through withdrawals. I mean, that was clear from the very beginning, at least to me, what was happening. Um, you know, <laughs> Experience a little? Funny? Oh, sorry. Why sorry. I, mean, <laughs> I understand the struggle. Okay, back off me. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed you're not shaking this morning, so you must have uh, taken oh, care of that a few minutes ago. It's, it's past 10 a.m., isn't it's it? It's past 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> That's beer o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> It must be beer o'clock sometime. <laughs> it uh, anyway it's fascinating to see the the struggle and his hallucinations, uh, and how bad it was. Still, I mean, they were at what at the day sixty nine or seventy, right when they when they finally went above ground, something like that. Yeah, yeah something. And so, and and for it to be that bad, I'm guessing that's the way it would be. I mean, I. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I only have my 1950s get under the desk book to go by, <laughs> so I'm not sure, uh, you know, how long that devastation would be. Yeah, and you guys didn't drop nukes in Granada. I, I don't remember. I don't think did y'all? That, no, we did not. <laughs> you didn't. Okay, okay, we that's didn't fine. Need that. Sorry, we had sorry, the sorry. force of man. Right, but you were fully trained at that point if it did happen because you know, all your training. Yeah. You know so, something. Don't 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 worry about it. We okay. saved we saved the Western Hemisphere. From okay. <laughs> okay, so but the one thing that actually didn't surprise me when uh when John Dory was kind of having his hallucinations and goes outside the bunker, we see Teddy's body and we see the Walker, the charred Walker corpse of Dakota. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was pretty nice. satisfying. That That's was that was very satisfying. Because you have to kill her again. <laughs> even even though that whole part was just kind of agonizing. Like the guy that like does the thing you're not supposed to do. Right. I was like, come on. You know, like, okay, right. Yeah. Right. And they're in this, they're in this uh, you know, bus bunker, and uh he falls down the stairs and he makes noise, and June is completely out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, they right. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't wake up. Okay, right. I know it's a show. I got it. I I think the other storyline was if you're trapped with one of your in-laws for that long, you'll be willing to go out in the nuclear fallout. (laughs) And they're like, ah, we should do a rewrite. Let's just turn to alcoholism instead because that didn't sound good. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely right. After a while, I gotta go. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> it's a fallout up there. So yeah. What? So, what? <laughs> so what? You're not up there. That's where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. I, I agree with that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but it was also really interesting actually seeing John basically stressing himself out, going, "He killed 23 people. I found 22." <laughs> Yeah, you know, okay, and that, I mean, if we're gonna nitpick a part, which is what I'm fine with, you know, uh, that's what we do. Um, you know, that was a little like, dude, calm down. 
All right. It was more really what it was about was he needed a drink. Right. He didn't need, he didn't, wasn't worried about Cindy freaking Hawkins uh, <laughs> or Hawkins or whatever her stupid name was. I mean, I got it. He felt bad and he promised, which you should never do as a police officer, by the way, my days as a detective, uh, you know, you should never promise the people that you're going to find their killers. But, you know, according to him, he did and he didn't. And so, I don't know. I just kind of feel like that was a little overblown. It was more to do with needing a drink and uh, some of there had to be a bottle of booze, even in the fallout saved. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Between I, the in-laws and not having any booze, I got to go done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting that they're, they're clearly drawing from other inspiration for this uh, season. As Max has pointed out the fallout game. Yeah. Um, even the, uh, uh, that one episode where it was like the crazy people, uh, walking on all fours, you know, right. was, you know, like they're drawing from a horror movie there. The, uh, and this was clearly drawn from like, I wish I could remember that name of that movie, but it was a Kevin Bacon movie where he could see like the dead girl, the dead girl was like haunting him to find her body. Uh, Stir of Echoes. That's what it was. Stir of Echoes. Did you see that? Wow. I man, if I did, it was a long time ago when I was drunk because I don't. <laughs> Came out in nineteen ninety nine. Well, okay, so so watch that movie and tell me they're not trying to do a version of that because it's almost exactly the same. Only he's not drunk; he's like actually getting haunted. But he sees this girl, and at the end, he finds her in the wall. I mean, it's almost exactly the same. Wow. Really? Yes. Yes. That's amazing. I mean, because, well, whatever, you, whatever you need to get inspiration, fine. But it's just, it's funny. It's right. so blatant. It, it's kind of crazy just thinking about actually what Teddy did. Just think of serial killer. Well, yeah, but just think about that for a second. Embalming people while they're alive. Ugh. Yeah. And I think that they kind of, they kind of didn't. I wish they would have had that character around more. It's just cool to have an absolutely psychotically insane serial killer, you know, running around I, has followers. I just wish they would have done more with that. I, I wish he wouldn't have died so fast. I agree. He should have been around longer. That being said, he was one of the best villains of the show, bar none. And we show. still have some of his followers, right? I mean, we still uh, technically have some of his followers out there, although I know they're with uh, they're what's with her face now. now. But I mean, there's still we can still get a glimmer of some of Teddy's followers that are, you know, a little off the deep end unless Alicia has gotten rid of them all by now, which probably could have happened. Yeah. That's really weird. We haven't gotten anything from Alicia and the rest of them. Just, you know, just hints that she's down at Padre, which I don't know if that's Padre Island or what, but, uh, <laughs> it's the safe. Know. It's the mystical angel place that Gosh. we all need to go. Padre. But so that's, yep. And then let's we say. had the, uh, we had the, uh, the, uh, great saving of, John and June, uh, I guess, you know, the ceiling collapses and we're able to get them out, but then Morgan can't get in to the same place. It's a little distracting to me. I don't know how that happened <laughs> anyway. Uh, and so we end up back, back at Victor's, which was, uh, that was fun. Well, yeah, before that, we had a quick battle with the stalkers. I'm really curious about these people. Was yeah. that the was it the stalkers or was it Morgan's people? That was the stalkers. It was not. Well, Morgan, I don't know if he has any people yet, right? He I mean, not, Mor not Morgan. I mean, uh, I mean, Strand's people. No, he yeah. said he no. said that it wasn't that that we'd have to visit that again, right? Because that no. wasn't his people. What John, John Dory Senior asked asked 
strand that he was like do you know what those people wearing the gas masks were and he's like i'm trying to figure that out myself so mm. we it's ba- so we know it's the stalkers so uh, okay well then it still could have been him right i mean he could still be pulling that off um but we know he doesn't know who the stalkers are yeah that's what he said i don't know i, I just I think we nailed it last time. I mean, there's just a bunch of people running out there raping all the walkers. (laughs) (laughs) You might as well. I mean, what are they going to say? No. (laughs) Don't don't make me go down this road. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) It's actually already too late. So we might as well go to, I mean, anything else on this show? Because I'm already there. Well, we had more of. I'm not. I'm not going to deny it. I freaking love Victor in this season. I, I love his demeanor. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch. It's fun. Well, I, I hope that they make him into. You know, I want to see him kill more people that screw him over, uh, or even the attempt to screw him over. I want to see that. I want him to be the. You know, I want him to be the bad guy, and I want it known. You know, we saw it with the in the first episode, right, where the guy came around and he killed him at the end, and uh, that was awesome. And that needs to continue. Uh, no matter what, no matter who it is, there needs to be no one safe if they're going to try to cross him. And then we got the battle between, uh, you know, him and Morgan coming because, you know, Morgan's little, I hope you do. But if you screw anybody over that I know, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I hope that battle is a lot larger. Like, I hope it's, yes. uh, you know, like saviors versus Rick type thing. It ain't like, going to be the saviors versus the survivors. At least I don't think so. No. Well, I, when I say saviors, I mean, when I, I, I just mean on the grand scale. And so I like, I, I hope yeah, it's maybe. like Alicia teamed up with Morgan, all of their group, and then all of them squaring off against Strand and his peer, you know, his group in full period attire, you know, ripped from that museum. That's just going to be. Odd, but right. and we, and we may get a little bit of that if Dory and June stay with Victor under the you know the auspices of being with him, only working you know behind the scenes to get rid of him. That'd be fun. Yeah, June, and June's got a history of being with the bad guy. I know if they give her what she wants, which is weird. I know. I just want to be a nurse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, go be a nurse then. <laughs> <laughs> so next week on Fear is uh, called uh, Breathe With Me. Uh, against the advice of the group, Sarah searches for Wendell and in the process encounters a dangerous survivor who forces her to take part in a search of his own. I don't know what that means. So it's just another offshoot of an episode. Sarah, trucker girl. Yeah, no, I know. And it's going to be, it's going to be agonizing. I think because that's a character that I don't know why they continue to make her a main character. Yeah. You can we know, we know next episode she's going to be in it. Uh, we know Al is going to be in it. Yay. And uh, helicopter girl. Like we saw her in the trailer, I think. Then someone else. I can't. The other people who were the, basically who got picked up by the helicopter. Okay. All that right. could be interesting. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I mean, we're still uh, is uh, is 
Sarah, the trucker girl, is she still dragging around? Well, yeah, Wendell. Wendell's the handicapped guy, right? It, well, he wasn't right. with the He's helicopter. The he wasn't with the helicopter. Yeah, I know, because they're not taking him in his wheelchair. <laughs> Sorry. They're not happening, bro. He wasn't even with them, though. That's the thing. <laughs> he, they probably would have taken him if he was there. <laughs> nope. Can't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Crap. All out of room. All out of handicap seating. Darn it. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do. In, in Fear the Walking Dead, they absolutely will have handicapped seating on the helicopter. So <laughs> you're right, Max. They'll save them. It'll be fine. The helicopter will probably be, you know, tied onto the bottom of the helicopter or something. Well, dude, the helicopter the will be tied onto the wheelchair. Will be tied onto the bottom of the helicopter. <laughs> so I mean, it'll be fine. Just I got it. It'll be all good. You don't like the trucker twins, do yeah, you? I do. Do not. I do not. Thank you. Just drive. You know, drive the truck or whatever. That's fine. They're fine as secondary people in the show, but they don't deserve to be front. I'm sorry. They just don't. I'm not. They just don't. They're background characters. Yeah. Stay in the background. Whatever. And then we had World Beyond, which uh, I don't know. It's growing on me. (laughs) It's growing on me. Shut you? your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's growing on me. It's like a soap opera. After you watch it for a couple of weeks, you're involved. And so I'm involved now. Look, this season is already 10 times better than season one. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And we're finding out more and more. And we know next week Ooh. we're getting a garbage lady, Jadis. And, and Jadis has taken over. Right? I mean, they're shipping mom away. To go to, you know, someplace else as part of the... Uh, the, the, the Civic Republic. Yeah. Like, she, they're shipping her off to, you know, an undisclosed location and for special meetings. And Jadis has taken over for her job there at the, at the compound. So, I mean, even if our dingleberries are able to get out of there and cause havoc there, Mom is still alive and willing to... I mean, she'll scorch Earth. Yeah. It'll be awesome. The Jadis part at the end was the only time I actually got interested. And <laughs> and you really? knew... Yeah, I I was never interested in anything else. I don't know, like... <clears throat> what's the big Jeffy guy's name? Silas? Silas. His so, favorite character. So, like, some of that stuff with Silas I, I was kind of interested in. Because, you know, seeing if he was going to get caught or whatever. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't... Even if this season's <laughs> 10 times better, right? It's like if you have a turd that smells really bad and you're like, well, this turd smells 10 times not as bad as the other one. After after a it few days, it, after after a few days, it doesn't stink as bad. You're okay. <laughs> but it still stinks, right? So you're like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of, I like uh, I, I, I think my main focus during World Beyond is I want Iris to be killed. I want her to be killed. So I watched the show. I watched the show intently for opportunities for her to die. I know know you actually like Hope. Hope is okay. Hope is okay. I'm all right with that. All the other characters are okay. But I just want Iris to be dead. That's my focus of watching the show. You know what was actually funny was actually uh, seeing uh, Elton. He got his jacket back. That's it. (laughs) And then he gave it away. Well, he, yeah, he gave it to Percy to, yeah, per- to pretend to, like he's him. <laughs> Agonizing. Just because he could, so he could stay at the, stay back at the house and get a little business with his new girlfriend. 
though you don't like that <laughs> you don't i know you kind of like percy being the con man but i know you also don't like him being with iris <laughs> oh my god that just that, it's the end they, they, all that whole group uh if if it takes all of them dying for iris to be dead so be it <laughs> right so be it. Oh, darn. We you lost. gave me a reason to watch now, actually. Now I'm just going to go in with that mindset. <laughs> That's of, all I do. Oh, let's see if she dies this episode. Absolutely. It's a <laughs> because if I keep telling myself she's a main character, she's not going to die. I'm going to just hate it. Yeah, right. I'm just going to hate it. So at least I'm going in with hope. And oh, my gosh. That, that's what the daughter's there for. I'm going in with hope. Thank you. <laughs> what are sisters there for? So, and, and we know that it's the final season, but we're at least we're starting to figure out more about TRM. Yeah, we're getting some information on the Civic Republic, which I like. I actually yeah. like that they said, like, the Civic Republic military is very separate from the Civic Republic politicians and the Civic Republic citizens. Well, that's, be, that's because of the mom, though, right? And the mom is, you know, she's in charge and she is scorched earth. I mean, you know, she's, uh, well, I don't want to use, like, you know, she's not like Adolf Hitler, but she's in charge, man. She is it's not messing with her. That's why the politicians all suck up to her. Right. And she does. Obviously, she does what they want. You know, if they they wanted her to get rid of, you know, Nebraska, they'll get rid of people that they want to get rid of. Fine. No problem. But and then she controls the testing area of what they are, what they want for the future. But she is the one. I mean, if you're in charge of the military, you're in charge. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're setting up a, a battle between the military and the civilian politician part of it. Because what, what was that? There was that one conversation that Huck's boyfriend was talking about, about how they were introducing uh, civilian oversight for the military. Right. Yeah. Right. Or trying the, to. Right, right, right. With the Dennis, uh, the estranged husband of Huck. Uh that uh, he was reading their local newspaper, right? Yeah. And they right, they were talking about civilian oversight. Right. I, I'm fascinated. Uh, yeah, see, that's the type of stuff that I want to hear more of. Because, yeah. I mean, this, this organization seems massive. It's I like know. already a government that's all over the United States. I, it's weird how, how are you going to have them compete with, over on The Walking Dead, the, uh, uh, the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. Yeah, because the Commonwealth was like the big daddy right. know, government before. Now it's I don't know. It's just weird how they have these two competing forces. And it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like the Commonwealth could go up against the Civic Republic and win. I uh, doesn't look like it at this point. They seem small. Like the Commonwealth yeah. is small. It's just like what one little town that they're slowly taking block by block. Right. We know they have the Commonwealth at least has forty thousand people. That we know. Okay, but we don't know how big. I mean, we know that. Uh, I mean, Civic Republic is wiping out towns, wiping well, out universities. Well, yeah, with the with their military might. That's the thing. That's the point. I know I mean, they're, they're willing. They're willing to you know wipe out towns because they they don't want anybody questioning what they do. Now this is the question: Did uh, did the Civic Republic politicians sanction what happened to Omaha? Do you think that was of of uh, of their leader's own free will, Huck's. I don't think so. I, uh, I wouldn't think so. It feels like no, because yeah, yeah. It felt everything felt like a secret. Yeah, I think yeah, that was that was on her own, right? Mm -hmm. And which is maybe why she's going to you know meet with the the 
politicians to uh, straighten it out because right because she said it was the herd that took over the city but huck found that paperwork in the safe that proved that they directed the herd yeah so it's totally right it wasn't just a it wasn't just a uh a dead coincidence that this herd showed up right so yeah it could be anyway anyway the the best way to get through world my way (laughs) <laughs> just wait for Iris to be dead. That's and good. then actually pay That's attention good. to the CRM scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Find a way for her to die. That's all I want. That's all I want. When she dies, I'm good. What if Silas <laughs> dies this season? No, I'll be pissed. Oh, I want to see that rage. I'll be pissed. <laughs> don't worry. Don't be messing with my boy. My boy has done everything because he didn't want to help her. You know, he he sucked it up this week and helped, uh, helped Iris, but he should have known. He should have went with his heart. After this, when things go bad, he's going to know, just listen to his heart and don't, you know, do what he wanted. Cause he was like, I don't know. I kind of like it here. I'm getting food. I'm the guy's, the guy appreciates me. I get to kill things. I like it. Got his own RV. Right. Come on. Just hanging out. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I, I go out. I, I do some killing. I burn some bodies. I'm good. Like the thing is he knows what, what he's doing. He knows that okay, if I climb the ranks here, I can get to the re- I could get into the research facility. He knows that, so he's probably playing the long game. And even if he doesn't want to, I mean, what? Why not? I mean, even if he just knows that, look, I'm good. I'm gonna have a good life here. I don't need Iris telling me what to do. Okay, back off. Go away. Thanks for your little drawing. Appreciate it. I'll hang it up in a barn. Okay. So you'd really be pissed if he died. That's my boy. He genuinely would be mad. He gen- yes. Oh, that's my. Don't be messing with Silas, man. <laughs> I got my hierarchy on this show is I got people that I really want to die, and all the others I just don't give a crap about, really. <laughs> but okay, what, where does Elton world okay, beyond? Where does Elton rank in that listing? <laughs> is he the corduroy guy, kid? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want him to die. Really? You yeah. want Elton to die? Yeah, he's just annoying. I thought I did too, but then you know, then he he got uh, he got involved with the one chick, and he's getting a little business now, so he's okay. <laughs> I'm all right with him. It's Percy that's agonizing, and of I course he's him. with Iris. Yeah, yeah, Percy's agonizing. I want him to die. Uh, what about Felix? Felix is the that's he's the gay the, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the white gay guy. Uh, I don't the military really... guy from Nebraska. Like, he's a good character. <laughs> I guess I don't really, I don't really hate that character. I just don't care if he dies. But it's he's not in the he's not in the hierarchy of like say, uh, Elton for me is annoying. I want him to die. Uh, Iris is at the top. We really want him <laughs> to die. I think we all could agree on that one. <laughs> <laughs> what about okay? What about uh, Hope? Where does Hope rank in that list? Because I'm curious about that one. I'm indifferent, so I just don't care. Okay. Yeah, if, if Hope dies, it goes away. I, you know, she's she's actually. Someone that could, you know, help solve things for the future. All right. I mean, she's really smart. So I don't know that I want to see her go. Plus, you know, it'd be nice to see her kill dad's so-called girlfriend who's, you know, sneaking behind all the Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the one doc. Because when he goes to see her, what's her name? Um, Oh, shoot. Did I write it down here? Uh, Cara's dad looking for Lila is her name. Uh, yeah, she needs to go. I, I think Hope needs to knife her right now. Well, they said in the end credit scene, she said to uh, 
to Anne or Jadis, whatever the hell you want to call her. Um, basically, like, I know this is my last shot of getting this right. So whatever research they're doing on walkers down there, that's probably separate from all the other research. This is her last shot, she said. So I don't, we have no clue what that means. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see what kind of work she's doing on those walkers, right? They brought her a new one, the military guy that Iris killed, him. Iris killed him. Yeah. Remember the, the, the end of the first episode of the season. Yeah, she's so great. She killed a military guy. That's how great Iris is. I want her to die so <laughs> no, bad. That's, that's the end of this episode. That We're scene done. Was played Thanks out for to listening. Stupid, I'm done though. with you. That scene was played out to be dumb, though. <laughs> yes, it was. That's because it was Iris. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Talking Walking Dead. I appreciate it. If you're not a subscriber, what are you doing with your life? Subscribe. Be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. That's the mothership of Talking Walking Dead. Jason Buttrell, Maximus Fitcher. Uh, you know what? I was going to give you final thoughts, but there's no final thoughts. The final thought is Iris needs to die. Mm-hmm.